now live, it says. Hello, Angelica. Hello, Stephen. Hello. Right. Today we're live on Ask Angelica, the group on Facebook. We're live on Angelica's German Tuition Translation, the page. We're live on my profile. We're live on LinkedIn and the website. Uh, if you're joining us live, thank you very much. We'll be with you when the clock has counted down. And we'll start today's German lesson. We had a German celebration last night, didn't we? Ah, we went to the pub. We did. <laughs> With students. And because somebody found out there was a pub in Devizes where they have some German beer. So that's what more. We don't need any more excuses, do we? No, draft German beer. Mm. Brilliant. And the clock is ticking and we're nearly down. And I'm going to go like that. Three, two... Oh, that was quick, just disappeared. Hello. <laughs> right, and welcome uh, to the show. This is Ask Angelica, Practical German for Holiday Accommodation, Season 5. Just a minute. Just a minute. Just let me sort that one out. Ooh, episode 15. Episode 15. That's better. <laughs> okay. Angelica, would you like to explain what today's show is about? Well, we've been in season five, we've been looking at various topics with slightly more advanced vocabulary, as in we have some sentences and not just basic, very easy sentences or just vocabulary. So this this is really sort of a follow up to to season one when we were sort of talking about various topics, whatever we could think of. Um, and. As this is the last one before August, and we're taking a holiday break we are. in August, um, I thought this was a good time to talk about holiday accommodation. Um, sort of, I don't think, I, well, I know I haven't mentioned all the different types of holiday accommodations. I think this Ask Angelica would then be a very long episode, mm -hmm. uh, but I've chosen a few sort of common holiday accommodations that you will or might find in Germany. Very good. Now, I'm going to take that off because, you know, this is Ask Angelica, Season 5, Episode 15, Holiday Accommodation. And we're going to go like this. And this is what we normally look like. So, <laughs> all good. Yeah, we don't have any more of our body, isn't it? It was just head and shoulders. Just head and shoulders, that's it. Right, okay, now the way this works, Angelica's put together eight sentences in German, translations in English. I will read them out in German. Angelica will correct my pronunciation. You can read them out with me. We can't hear you. Uh, so no problems there. So we're going to start off with phrase number one. And I don't practice beforehand. So Hotel sind gengiger unter kumsten... And the comes option in Deutschland. I've mangled that. Do you want to have another go? Hotel sind ein gengiger unterkunft option in Deutschland. Right, well, you just made the one common mistake of uh, reading option and therefore reading it in English. Option. Option, that's it. Hotel sind eine gängige unterkunft Option in Deutschland. So we've got two words there, Unterkunft and Option. 
And putting them together, we need the S so that it can flow as one word. So Unterkunftsoption. Okay. What is Unterkunfts? Well, you, you need to look at the word without the S. The S is purely there for pronunciation help. So the right. word you're looking at is Unterkunft. And uh, you had that word, well, in English, in the title is accommodation. But I've meeting, I'm meeting it for the first time. Yeah, so, so Unterkunft uh, is accommodation. Right. And Option um, is an option. Okay. And just let me close that. And we say hello to Mr. John Upton, who guessed it was accommodation. Hello, John. Yeah. Well done. All right. That's helpful. Okay, so hotels are one um, accommodation option in Germany. Gengiger. Gengiger. Gengig is common. All right, so hotels are one of the common options for accommodation in Germany. And the translation is? Hotels are a common accommodation option in Germany. It's good to have it confirmed. Just give me a second. That's better. Right. Okay. Uh, phrase two, which looks like a long phrase. Yes. Will it fit? Yes. Okay. Ferienwohnungen sind mobilierte Apartment oder Hauser, die Touristen für einen bestimmten Zeitraum mieten können. Ferienwohnungen sind möblierte Apartments oder Häuser die Touristen für einen bestimmten Zeitraum mieten können. Right. Now I've heard of mobilier, that's furnishings, yeah? Furnished, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so holiday accommodation. So Wohnungen <laughs> is an alternative to the word we used before. Well, wo now, Wohnungen, Wohnung can mean flat or house. Okay. So okay. If, if you literally translate it, it would be holiday apartments. But they are furnished apartments or flats or houses. Right. So uh, holiday accommodations are furnished flats or houses that tourists uh, for a... Bestimmten. Uh, understood. Specific. Specific Zeitraum room. Zeit room time. Time time period. All oh, right. Which tourists can rent for a a, a, a period. Specific tourist period, specific rather period. than yeah. a furnished flat that somebody wants to rent because they want to live there. And John is really watching us. Uh, Airbnb. Well, yes, I could have used Airbnb, but then everybody would have known straight away what it is. The term Airbnb is also used in Germany. Um, before Airbnb even came up, um, these types of, of flats or houses were always called Ferienwohnung, and that's what you can still see a lot. Um, but they also now rent out their holiday flats via Airbnb. So Airbnb.de, I think that's the website, and you would find it there as well. Okay. And the pronunciation is Airbnb? It's the English word, Airbnb, yeah. Okay. Right. So I'm going to hide that. And we're joined by Fonz as well. 
Hello, oh, Franz. Okay, you joined our German lesson. <coughs> and we're now on to the translation of that phrase. The official translation, holiday apartments or furnished apartments or houses that tourists can rent for a specific period. Okay, phrase three. And remember, guys, you can say this along with me. We can't hear you. Uh, phrase three. Pensionen's in kleiner Familien gefüllter Unterkünfte. Well done on the first word, because I half expected you to go for the English word there as well, because it just looks like 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 a pension, doesn't it? Pensionen sind kleine familiengeführte Unterkünfte. Right. Pensionen. Was ist Pensionen? Pensionen are guest houses. I for a long time we the, you you I also no I, I'll tell you another word for it in a minute. Okay. So uh, guest houses, but these are small ones. Okay. Okay. So uh, guest houses are small. Familien is from family. Furen is to. I'm going to get this wrong, but foreign is to drive. Furen is looked after. By the family or family, family run? Family run, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Accommodation, because we've yeah. learned the word accommodation earlier. So, pensionen, those, that type of guest houses are small family run accommodation, um, which I used to, or it used to be always also translated as bed and breakfast, because most of the time they only offer a place to sleep and breakfast. Okay, translation phrase three is guest houses are small family run accommodations. And there is a but now because I found out that apart from the word pangsionen, um, they now use different words as well. Oh, right. And okay. that will be in the next sentence. Yeah. Accommodations. I, I like the spelling of accommodations. <laughs> Only because you told me off because I spelled it wrong earlier on. Phrase. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to have to do an alteration here because it doesn't fit. So let's update that. It fits on mine. It's, you can see it fully on your screen. Yeah. I can see the whole sentence. Right. OK. Just now. No, no. You've gone to the next one already. Try again. Right. Uh, bed and breakfast, uncomfortable. I can't read it. It's disappearing. Time for the glasses, guys. <laughs> uh, bed and breakfast, uncomfortable. Bieten übernachtung mit Frühstück. Yeah, bed and breakfast. So, as I just said, bed and breakfast always used to be a pension, but actually, they now use the word bed and breakfast as well. So bed and breakfast, Unterkünfte bieten Übernachtung mit Frühstück. Okay, so I'm going to say that bed and breakfast is bed and breakfast. Yeah. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> uh, and Unterkünfte is our word of the day. It's accommodations. Uh, and the one I don't know, oh, overnight, Übernachtung is overnight. So, yeah. Yeah, overnight. Mit Frühstück. With breakfast. With breakfast. Okay, we got that. I thought that was so cool that I had to put that in as well. Right. 
and bed and breakfast accommodations offering lodging with breakfast now i can go back to phrase five <laughs> uh jugendherbergen sind budget uh, i'm going to say budget freundlicher untercomfortable yeah, and that would make sense in your respect, Vic, because it looks like a foreign word and we have the word in English, budget. But in German, it's pronounced the French way. So Jugendherbergen sind budgetfreundliche Unterkünfte. Budget. Mm. We've got French in German. Yeah, I know. Confusing. Okay. <laughs> That's where I thought I'd choose that sentence. I thought that was really good. Okay. <laughs> Jugendbergen sind Bouger Freundlicher Unterkünfter, which okay. translates to uh, youth hostels are budget friendly accommodation. Phrase yeah. six. Uh, camping Plätze, beaten Stellplätze for Wohnmobil. I got that one. Seite und Wohnwagen. Yeah, it's Wohnmobile. Because this is plural, yeah. Campingplätze bieten Stellplätze für Wohnmobile, Zelten und Wohnwagen. Zelte, sorry, und Wohnwagen. Right, so camping places. Uh, oh, let's go for Wohnwagen first, that's camping vans. Caravan, yeah. Caravans, Wohnmobile. Right, Wohnwagen is caravan. Wohnmobile is a mobile home. Or a camper van, or there, there are several words for it. And Zeiter. Zelt. That's the, was, what was originally on campsites. What do most people use? Tents. Tents, yeah. Somebody's just, never mind, we're not, we'll not go political. Uh, I was going to speak about 2000 tents, but I won't. Uh, campsites offer pictures for camper vans, tents, and caravans. Mm hmm. If I've confused you, I'll explain afterwards. It's nothing to do with German. Uh, Guesthauser sind traditioneller deutscher Unterkünfte, die auch Restaurantdienste anbieten. Anbieten. Gasthäuser sind traditionelle deutsche Unterkünfte, die auch Restaurantdienste anbieten. Guesthouses are traditional German accommodation, uh, also have a restaurant attached. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they also offer restaurant services. So they're not pubs. Yeah. But, well, they are. They are basically, there are pubs with, with accommodation. Okay. Guest houses, traditional accommodations also offer restaurant services. Catch up with John. And John, oh, John is saying budget friendly youth oh, hostel. There we are. Okay. It's interesting that you know it's, you don't have to be youth anymore to stay in a youth hostel. Because no. originally you had to, you, once you were over an age, I don't think you could, could stay there, but now anybody can stay there. But youth hostel accommodation now is quite pricey. The original idea has just disappeared in the UK. All right, no, it's, it's generally still cheaper. Well, so it is, so so they say. I have to say I've never stayed in one, so I don't know. I, I, I was checking, and yeah. Okay, <clears throat> right, phrase eight. Last phrase today, wellness hotels... Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> right, okay. You didn't notice that out there. Uh, well, it's the same word. Wellness hotels concentrieren sich auf 
Entspannung und wohlbefindende Gäste. Ja, Wellnesshotels konzentrieren sich auf Entspannung und Wohlbefinden der Gäste. Uh, wellness hotels concentrate themselves on the health and well-being of their guests. Yeah, in English you would we wouldn't use the concentrating themselves, so they're they're focusing on ah, right. relaxation and well-being of the guest. Yeah. So concentrieren sich is. It's a reflexive verb in German, whereas in English it isn't. Oh, reflexive verbs. Um, wellness hotels focus on the relaxation of well-being and guests. Right, okay, now before we run through that again, I'm going to switch my camera off. I'm going to bring this book on. Angelica, would you like to tell us more about the book? No, it's not the book, it's the course. There you go, that's the first thing. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if, if you've, you've just seen all these sentences and you think, hmm, actually, I fancy a holiday in Germany. I fancy staying in a wellness hotel or um, I stay in a pension or Ferienwohnung or whatever it is. But actually, I don't speak any German. So my beginner's course, it was just a reminder again of my beginner's course, which is a 30-day challenge for learning some basic German. Um, it obviously doesn't teach you everything, but it will give you a head start. And uh, even if you continue everything else with English, it is always very nice to at least to be able to say one or two things in German and also a couple of important things. And um, it's an online course which comes with a workbook. And most of the videos are actually pretty short. Sort of between five minutes and I think one or two, maybe 15. But uh, it certainly gives you a good start before you go on holidays. Brilliant. And all your courses are on your website. Yeah. And we put the link under right. on, on okay. the post later on as well. Yeah, post the link afterwards. Catching yeah. up with John, and John has done some research. <laughs> Stephen is right, it's not cheap at the YHA anymore. How much do British hotels cost can vary widely from 10 to 35 pounds for a bunk in a shared room, up to 30 to 80 pounds for a private twin. So it's cheap. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, in where where can you stay for 10 pounds a night in a hotel? If if you book a hotel, you book a room. Yeah, um, I know. But that's that's yeah, why yeah. you get the cheap accommodation you may have to share. Well, it depends exactly. on what you exactly. want to do. You're paying £30 a night to yeah. share with somebody you've never met. No, but if you look at £30 to, to for a private twin or a double, okay. that's still cheaper than a hotel. Okay. But I don't know how cheap they used to be beforehand, so I don't know. I guess everything has gone up, hasn't it? It has. It has. Uh, right, okay, now this is the bit where we, we have the German perfectly read and the English sort of. So we're going to go through the sentence again, starting with sentence number one. Angelica will read the German, and I will read the English. Hotels in eine gängige Unterkunft... <laughs> Sorry. Hotels in eine gängige Unterkunftsoption in Deutschland. I knew you'd get the option right. That tells you a common, a common accommodation option in Germany. Where's two? 
Ferienwohnungen sind möblierte Apartments oder Häuser, die Touristen für einen bestimmten Zeitraum mieten können. Which translates to a holiday apartments or furnished apartments or houses that tourists can rent for a specific period. Pensionen sind kleine familiengeführte Unterkünfte. Uh, guest houses are small family-run accommodations. Or bed and breakfast. <laughs> bed and breakfast um, Unterkünfte bieten Übernachtung mit Frühstück. Which translates to, oh, I've got both on screen. Bed and breakfast accommodations offer lodging with breakfast. Like Airbnb. Well, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, they, they, a lot of them go via Airbnb as well now. Uh, Jugendherbergen sind budgetfreundliche Unterkünfte. Translates to youth hostels are budget-friendly accommodation, depending on your budget. <laughs> And depending on what you want. I mean, if you want a five-star hotel room, uh, yep. then don't stay in a youth hostel. Campingplätze bieten Stellplätze für Wohnmobile, Zelte, und Wohnwagen. Uh, campsites offer pitches for camper vans, tents and caravans. Race seven. Gasthäuser sind traditionelle deutsche Unterkünfte, die auch Restaurantdienste anbieten. And translation is, guesthouses are traditional German accommodations that also offer Restaurant services. Yeah. I could have also translated it as an inn or inns, but um, I don't know. So no. inns, guest houses, yeah. Wellness hotels concentrieren sich auf Entspannung und Wohlbefinden der Gäste. This translates to wellness hotels focus on the relaxation and well-being of guests. Okay, and that leads us to the comment from John. And John is saying, Angelica is in the pink, pink top, pink covers, pink doors. Just a minute, let's have a look. That's pure coincidence. It is a pure coincidence, but it, it matches so well. Unless it's because I've seen all these posts on Facebook about the new Barbie film. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's a pure coincidence. You can't help but be influenced by everything that's going on at the moment. <laughs> um, right. Okay. So I'm going to hide that. So. Angelica, would you like to close the broadcast? Yeah, as I said at the beginning, so we're we're taking a, a, a holiday break over August, and we're most likely be back uh, around well, beginning of September, possibly the eighth of September. And as that's the beginning of the school year, I thought I'll do something about school, maybe the school system or so. I haven't quite decided yet, but something school topic like. Um, apart from that, thank you for watching. Thank you for joining in the conversation, John and Fons. And um, we see you after the summer holidays. And with that, it's Tschüss von mir. Und Tschüss von mir. Okay.